Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Facebook at ESPN Chicago. You're listening to the ESPN Chicago Points Bet Sportsbook pregame show on ESPN 1000 and 100.3 HD2. Here are your hosts, Jeff Miller and ABC7's Dion Miller. Set for the 203rd meeting between the Bears and Packers, the longest running rivalry in NFL history. It began the first game, the Chicago <laughs> Staley's against the Packers. The Staley's won that one 20 to nothing. And since then, it uh, has gone on. And as we've talked about, it was domination for a long time by the Bears. And But that was a very long time ago. Since 1992, which some would say has been a very long time, Dion. That was a long time ago. The domination has shifted um, to the Packers' side. And they have just, since Brett Favre came into the Packers' huddle, they have dominated this series. And so what can the Bears do today? Can they start their own domination with Justin Fields uh, in his career? I've been, I have to say, I've been happy with the outcome by the Bears the last few weeks. And now yeah. that they are three and two with an opportunity to move into first place with the win today, it's encouraging. However, I will say I looked at this stat and admittedly, the Browns game, which was an absolute debacle, skews this somewhat. But through five games, do you happen to know where the Bears are in passing amongst the NFL, the 32 teams? Aren't they? Dead last? Yes. Isn't this what we've talked about? Yes. They are 30 seconds. I believe your words were DFL. Yes. <laughs> you are correct. <laughs> yes. DFL. And 113.2 passing yards. 113.2. Now, if I was saying the Bears were averaging 113.2 rushing yards, you would be like, okay. Okay. Yeah. Passing, though, is abysmal. And the truth is that the Saints who are 31st, are averaging 169 yards, almost 170 yards. That's insane. 50 more that, passing yards That than is the really bad. So That's really bad. This has to change quickly. Like, they found their way to winning games, but you cannot win in the NFL in 2021 consistently if you don't have a passing attack. You, you cannot. And, you cannot. And so they've gotten by the last couple games, and I'll say this. What I, I, I would like to see Justin Fields run a little more, too. Yeah, I, same. I would like some design runs because I talked about this on the fantasy show earlier. Jalen Hurts is not a good quarterback and not a good NFL quarterback, in my opinion, right now. Justin Fields is a far more talented passer from what I've seen than Jalen Hurts is. But the Philadelphia Eagles offense is effective in, in that they allow Jalen Hurts to go ahead and run, and it threatens the defense in a way that is very difficult and frustrating for defenses, right? Right. When, when, when a, def- a defensive back is covering a wide receiver or a safety is trying to run with a tight end and they need to worry about keeping their eyes on the quarterback in the backfield, mm-hmm. you see it across the league now. All the best teams, you know, your Lamar Jackson, your Kyler Murray, your, it's that dual threat that really makes an offense dangerous. And I think with Khalil Herbert, you know, going to have to shoulder the load in the backfield. I would like to see the Bears allow Justin Fields to run a little bit more, maybe some more designed runs, or a one read and take off and go, just to threaten the Packers' defense and make keep them honest, which I do believe, if you do that a little more, 
that will open up the passing game down the field as well. I think so, too. And I think it's huge that Allen Robinson is available today. I think that that is going to help to spark that. That third and six last week when Fields completed that pass, to he came back in after he, he got knocked around. He came back in. He completed that pass to Allen Robinson. It was like that's the kind of thing you want to see continue to go, right? It was like it was manageable. They got the first down. They moved the chains. Like that's the kind of passing you need to see to kind of build that up for them. It is it is abysmal that here they are. They've won two games in a row, and the, the reality is still what it is offensively in the league and by comparison. They need I, I want to see them kind of move, grow the offense a little bit more, right? And we heard from Bill Lazor the last couple of weeks. I, I'm trusting that he's still going to continue calling the plays. But he even, even said, you know, he, I'm liking the way that Justin practiced. Now, I'm not a big fan of, oh, great, you looked good on Wednesday. But after that Cleveland game, that was what he said, right? I mm-hmm. like the way that he looked in practice. He, it showed up on Sunday. Then again, after the Lions game, I like the way he looks in practice. It showed up on Sunday. And I think we're going to see that again because he's so – Justin is so committed to taking that next step and to getting better that I think we can only see – we will only see growth. And I think they're going to get more confident in running the plays that will make the offense move more efficiently. So the Bears' defense is going to have – it's hands full with Aaron Rodgers, but the defense is right now the reason that they're winning football games because clearly it's not offensively. However, Lewis Riddick, who is good friends with Matt Nagy from their working days back in Philadelphia, joined Waddle and Sylvie earlier this week. And Lewis Riddick, you know, uh, Monday Night Football analyst, uh, great, great analyst and also somebody who has been in the pro personnel side of the league so he understands the nfl very well and in particular this offense that's being run by matt nagy so here is a portion from waddle and sylvie as sylvie tries to sell lewis riddick on a potential breakout game for justin fields i'm talking myself into lewis a breakout game from justin fields against a a a banged up packers defense at home Mm -hmm. And, like, I like what they've been doing the last two games to protect them, and I think they maybe try to take a step here against Packers. Are you buying what I'm trying to sell? Um, That's no, a no. not really. And, <laughs> and, not, and you know what? And you know what, though? I think, I think because <clears throat> the most important thing for them to do is, is to win the game. So if that comes naturally because Justin – is he able to get into a groove? Great. But I think what they did against Vegas is exactly how you will probably see them play games for the rest of this year. Very much so tilted in favor of the running game, provided that they can continue to capture the line of scrimmage. Opportunistic play-action pass shots, opportunistic screen plays, opportunistic design quarterback runs, although with some of the hit stuff we took in that game against Vegas, I mean, I don't know how sore he's going to be feeling coming into this game. And then just relying on the defense. The defense needs to continue to play like they've done the past two weeks. Very, it seems like they are playing with a lot more spirit now that Justin's on the field. It just seems like it has filtered throughout the rest of the football team. Khalil has come alive. Uh, the secondary has come alive overall. These guys are just flying all over the place. And you see them talking smack after the plays and kind of jawing at the opponent and John at each other. There's just a different feel and tone and tempo to this team. But I think this is run game, play action, take care of the football, play great defense, win the turnover differential, which right now they're positive in the turnover differential. We know how that correlates to uh, winning in the NFL. They need to just stay on that track, 
and they will be able to surprise some people, and who knows? Maybe. I'm not even going to say. <laughs> maybe, though. Just maybe. Let's just see what happens. He, I think Lewis, Lewis talked. It, it was um, interesting to hear him mention how the defense, look, it seems like the, the change, you know, even though it wasn't oh, intended, yeah. the move to Justin Fields allowing him to start has really reinvigorated the defense. And now they're playing with a purpose. And they know that if, you know, I, I think they maybe have taken on the challenge, too. They all trust Justin Fields' talent long term. But they understand that he's rookie and he's going to have to go through some growing pains. But it does feel like, or from what we've seen, that Khalil Mack and Robert Quinn have taken it upon themselves to say, let's do our best to give him time to grow. And maybe, just maybe, if we put him in position to win games, if we keep the score low from our opponent, maybe he can take advantage of it. And as the season progresses, maybe he'll reward us in that process. Don't you think the way that he responded to what happened against the Browns earned a lot of respect in that building. I mean, just his refusing to back down, refusing to let it get in his head, refusing to hang his head. He kept coming out there sack after sack and it was nothing was working. And I feel like that that preached volumes throughout that entire building. And I also appreciate just the things that he says about his leadership. He isn't the raw, raw kind of guy. He'll even sit back and say, we've got leaders here. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like he's, he's leading by just being himself. I hate, hesitate to say be you, but that's Mm -hmm. kind of what he's doing. And he's, and he's leading that way because he respects the guys in the building who've been there longer than him and that he doesn't know everything yet. He's not coming in claiming that he does. He's just kind of easing into that role. And I think it is earning a ton of respect. Plus he can do things that they've never, they've not seen a quarterback do, and that has to instill confidence around the building. Yeah, I would think so. Uh, just knowing that you have that talent available for you, it's gonna. Again, I still think Matt Nagy. You know, even though Bill Lazor is calling the plays, I do think Matt Nagy needs to do more to put Justin Fields in position to access that talent and put yeah. it on display. You know, they and, and listen. I don't think. Matt Nagy is somebody who's going to shy away from trying to put him in positions to make big plays. Like I, I think he's because the Browns game was so disastrous. Yeah, maybe just maybe because he was questioning himself too. Yeah, like Nagy was like, okay, I need to just trust, like put this in Bill Lazor's hands, and we need to be a little more conservative. Run, you know, put, rely on the run game a little bit here, but without David Montgomery now, and now without Damian Williams today. With a beaten up Packers defense, I think it's going to be incumbent upon Matt Nagy to try and open up the playbook just a little bit because the reality is, as good as your defense is, it's going to be hard to keep Aaron Rodgers, you know, underneath twenty points. Yeah. You might, you might keep him to seventeen, but realistically, the Packers will find their way into the end zone a couple of ways. So it, the Bears' offense is going to need to do a little more today if they're going to win this game. I want to say, like Nagy saying out loud, I, I, I've enjoyed being a head coach. I've enjoyed being a head coach. And it's kind of like, okay, well, I'm not sure what all has changed for him other than he's not talking and thinking about offense as much as he is during the game. And I hope that he continues to do that because I think that the team is responding to that as well. And Laser said this week, he's like, I see the same head coach. But in observation at practice, I see a different guy. Mm-hmm. I see, I see him you know, bopping around to all the different player groups and connecting with different players. Whereas before I felt like his, his soul, he was always around the quarterbacks and now it's kind of like, okay, where's Nagy today? And, and I've noticed that change. And I think that that's been conscious. I really do. I love that observation. That's why, uh, 
That's great insight to hear, you know, someone talk about watching them, observing them in practice. And I can believe that. I, I thought that Matt Nagy was so consumed with the offense and trying to fix it that in some ways just taking things off of his plate and saying, listen, you were the 2018 NFL head coach of the year for a yeah, reason. Yeah. Like, you know, and, and granted, Vic Fangio probably helped you become that, but you need to oversee this. That's your job. Above all else, you need to oversee the team and put them in the best position to win. And I think maybe, just maybe, by you know releasing the play calling duties to Bill Lazor, we may actually finally see that. We'll check in with Jeff Dickerson, who's live at Soldier Field. Up next, he'll tell us, uh, we'll get his reaction to... Akeem Hicks and Allen Robinson both being active and uh, maybe we'll uh, ask him if he actually believes the Bears have a chance to pull off the upset at home today. We'll do that next here on the Points Bet Sports Game pregame show on ESPN 1000. This is ESPN Chicago Points Bet Sportsbook pregame show on the ESPN Chicago app, 100.3 HD2 and ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. Getting set for Bears and Packers on the lakefront. Not sure how many years we'll continue to say that, Dion. I know. Because with the Arlington Heights Stadium, what do you think, five, six years? I would I've, say five or six, right? right? That, that's, that feels like what it would, you know, the, the time frame or timeline for how long it would take to actually build a stadium and get that going. But totally. we will see for, uh, for this year and for at least a couple more years, we can say Bears and Packers on the lakefront. And what has been, it is the longest running rivalry in NFL history. But as we said, is it really a rivalry when you have been the nail for what seems like the past <laughs> 30 years since Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers have been at the helm at, at quarterback for the Packers? It's brutal. It's Let, been brutal. And you know, you know what we haven't discussed is that what if it comes down to a field goal? Ooh, you because know what? Because that's where I feel like the advantage it's is a, Bears. That's a good point by you. Of course, Mason Crosby missing, but he did hit the game winner. So he should we be concerned After that he got missing, right? After missing, what, three, three field goals and yes. an extra point? Yes. So he had And four. when's the last time our boy missed? Uh, Cairo Santos has been very good for a long time now. 34 straight. So there you and go. And do you remember You know when- what you just did? <laughs> you know what you just did, don't you? What did you? I do? What you, did I do? You, you said it out loud. Ky- I'm staring I'm so- at Tyler. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. No. Do you not blame me. No, it's not like a no-hitter. You can talk about it. He talked about it this week, and he said it is much easier to keep a streak going than to get one started because once you miss, it gets in your head. You're right. I I ruined it. It's my fault. All right. Let's quickly quickly parachute out of this and go to the lakefront on Soldier Field, bringing Jeff Dickerson, who joins us every week. JD, um, we're going to put that aside for now. Any uh, initial thoughts uh, as to the excitement about this game? Because the Bears have an opportunity, if they can win this one, to move into first place. Well, I'm walking to my car right now because Dion obviously just ruined what could have been a very nice day here. <laughs> field, so. I'm sorry. I'm just going to beat the traffic going back to Burren Hills and get the heck out of here. Um, you know, the Bears have a great opportunity, and Matt Nagy said it this week. You know, I don't know if they're going to win, and history would say they're not going to win based on the series here with Aaron Rodgers, but if you think about it, I mean, they're at home. They're coming off a very impressive win on the road against the Raiders. They're right there, one game behind the Packers in the NFC North. I mean, it's somehow find a way to, to get the victory. Now, if you look at this series, 
when they've beaten Aaron Rodgers, typically Aaron Rodgers gets hurt. <laughs> now, no one is advocating an injury, obviously, but I'm just saying look at the, at the history here. I mean, Aaron Rodgers gets knocked out with a knee or a shoulder or a collarbone. Uh, the Bears play well, but when he is healthy as he is today and when he is playing at his normal level, They've just been a very tough team to beat. But the excitement, you can feel it. It's a beautiful day, except for Dion ruining it right mm. there. It's a beautiful <laughs> day for football. Well, then let me ask this question. Have you seen Mason Crosby kick or attempt a kick? Has he missed? Can we rely on him to not be good? Well, I mean, basically you, you just broke Cairo Santos's mark. I mean, that's obviously <laughs> going to end today. There's no Stop question. Stop blaming was- me. <laughs> I was watching him kick, and I didn't see him miss. Maybe he got all the misses out of his system in Cincinnati uh, for that game. Uh, no, I mean, it, the conditions looked nice. I thought both kickers were kicking the ball fine. Both punters were having no issues that I could tell in pregame warm-ups. So, again, it's a, it's a really nice day. Mm-hmm. And when you think about this series, you usually think about bad weather and all that stuff. But not today. It's, it's gorgeous. I don't think either field goal kicker is going to be affected by the conditions at all. We'll see if the accuracy is there, but I think the conditions for both are going to be just fine. JD, we mentioned the we've gone over the inactives. Uh, we did not mention um, Damien Williams on the COVID list. Uh, Khalil Herbert obviously will step in, and we expect yeah. him to have a bigger role today. I know our Tavis Pierce was elevated from the practice squad. So, how do you think that might unfold? Do you think Khalil Herbert will see a large majority of the carries, or do you think they'll still try and work in Pierce a bit in that uh, split backfield that they've been using for the, uh, quite a bit this year? Yeah, typically, Jeff, they would prefer to use more than just one. But, I mean, if you look at Khalil Herbert and what he did last week, I mean, he is going to be the, the feature guy today. He's going to have the majority of the carries. What a what an unfortunate turn of events. I mean, you just have your running game going. You survived that game without Montgomery. And Damian Williams has a terrific game along with Khalil Herbert. And then he ends up on the reserve COVID list. So that was just very, you know, an unfortunate, again, unfortunate turn of events for the Bears there. But they got to run the ball today to win this game. I mean, they got to run the ball for multiple reasons, the biggest one being that if it keeps the clock up and keeps Aaron Rodgers off the field, he can't be one-dimensional against the Packers. You can't keep going three and out, three and out, three and out, mm-hmm. because the more chances you give Aaron Rodgers to score touchdowns to that offense, he's going to take it, and he's going to burn you. So, yeah, that's a, that's a big storyline going into today. And you mentioned the inactives. It was good to see uh, Akeem Hicks, guys, not on the inactive list today. Mm-hmm. You know, We'll see what he can do with the groin injury, but at least not being on the list and being active is a step in the right direction for him. And that was going to be my question. What is your level of confidence that the defense can somehow keep Aaron Rodgers guessing and and keep this pressure on that they've been able to manage over the last couple of games? Yeah, Deion, 18 sacks. I mean, it's been amazing what they've done as far as the pressure after that first game in Los Angeles where there was no pressure on Matthew Stafford at all. They just sat there and throw and survey the field and take advantage of those busted coverages. I feel pretty confident that the Bears defensively can really keep this thing close. I feel confident they're going to play well defensively. What I don't have a good feel for is offense. And now you're down to your top two running backs. And now you're going to ask Justin Fields to maybe do more. And now this is a really good team he's facing here. You know, what's going to happen? Now, ideally, uh, Justin Fields would take another step and some more growth and would have a a good performance this afternoon, but in this series, you just you never know for sure when you're when you're facing the Packers. So yes, I I do have a a pretty nice degree of confidence in the defense. I just don't know offensively what you're going to see this afternoon. 
we focused a lot on Aaron Rodgers, rightfully so, J.D., but his favorite target, Devontae Adams, is also one of the best wide receivers in football. Mm-hmm. And Jalen Johnson, I know, has been clamoring to do his best and maybe – Maybe he said he's, you know, he's willing to shadow him if needed. Now, I don't know if that is the best way for a Bears victory. How do you think Sean Desai will dispose of Jalen Johnson in uh, trying to cover Devontae Adams today? I wouldn't be surprised, Jeff, if he does shadow him. Mm, okay. I wouldn't be surprised if he does. Now, Deshaun Desai has used that before. That's not a technique that's foreign to the Bears. I mean, back in the old day when they were playing just straight cover two, they wouldn't really do that. They would just keep their corners on their respective sides. But I think there's been a more of a willingness to have corners travel in recent years. And, I mean, Devontae Adams is so good. You've got to have your top corner on him, I think. It's not just, you know, it's, it's the Devontae Adams-Aaron Rodgers connection that's so good. Each of them, respectively, are unbelievable players but they just have such a feel for where the other one's going to be. And you, you kind of saw that the Bears, like Darnell Mooney and Justin Fields, have, have slowly begun to develop that type of chemistry, but they are light years behind what Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams have in that department. So, yeah, I, I personally would travel um, Jalen Johnson with him, and I wouldn't be surprised if that's what you see when they open up their defense today. Can you believe we're actually having this conversation that the Bears could be in first place if they pull this off? I mean, I know it's only week six, but – from where we were three weeks ago, is this surprising to you, J.D.? Yes. Oh, Dion, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, we were about to call the season off after that Cleveland game. I mean, the three of us got together and said, we should probably cancel the pregame show right. from here on out. <laughs> right. The bosses say, no, we're paying Dion all that money. we got to make sure we have that show. I said, all right, all right, Mike, I understand. Jeff and I will just go through the motions. No, no. Um, it's a big surprise, and it's a testament to them. Now, the Lions game is the one I thought for sure they would win. So I'm not surprised they beat Detroit. But the way they went out and played against Vegas really surprised me. I think we're learning, though, guys, that the whole John Gruden thing was on their mind. Mm -hmm. It 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 was more than we knew because I think they knew what was coming. So we didn't really know. And I was trying to talk to Paul Gutierrez, who covers the Raiders, for us um, before the game, and he's like, I don't know. He's like, it's it's kind of a big deal, but a lot of the guys don't think it's a big deal. Turns out it was oh, a big a deal, deal, and yeah. it messed with them. But still, that doesn't that doesn't diminish what the Bears did. I mean, they that was a physical game. Even sitting at the very top of that stadium, you could just feel how physical that game was. Mm-hmm. And the Bears were the aggressor. They were the hammer, you know, mm-hmm. in that game. They weren't the nail. Now today they could be the nail, but they were not. Um, so, yes, I'm, I'm very impressed the way that they have shown some resiliency and bounce back and at least put themselves in a position today where the game could be interesting. J.D., you brought up your uh, Vegas counterpart, Paul Gutierrez. How about Rob Domofsky, who covers the Packers for ESPN.com? I know you and Rob usually uh, chit-chat a little bit. What, um, what has been his thoughts about what the Packers now having won four in a row, where they're at as a team after um, you know, that's, that debacle that they had in the opener? Yeah, people always say that I'm a kinder, gentler version of Rob Domofsky. Um <laughs> He is uh, he is a, he has more than I have. Uh, he's a little a little feistier, a little more sensitive. Now he's he's fine. He's just uh, he just hopes that nothing crazy happens today because he was so put off by that all those field goal misses last week. It just adds to his workload. <laughs> he don't want to add to Demo's workload. He works enough. He's got enough going on. Um, so I mean, he thinks that they're a good team. Now, is it the best team that he's covered? Well, a championship team before. He doesn't think they're at that level as far as like what Rodgers has shown. 
Um, he thinks that it's going to be typical business as usual this year for Aaron Rodgers. So I think he picked the Packers to win, um, but it was close. And I think both of us do expect that it's going to be a relatively close game this afternoon. So there's no secret controversy going on in Lambeau that could be distracting this entire team and giving the Bears a well, better Well, Gamowski <laughs> causes the controversy. He's the one. He's like, oh, boy. Let's call security again. What's he, what's the little bald guy mad about? You know, oh, he's mad about this. He's mad about that. No, I, I, we don't believe that there's anything like that. Uh, that's just exclusive to Vegas and, and Washington. But um, maybe we'll find it after the game there is. You never know. J.D., uh, a final prediction here for the Bears and Packers? I, I, again, I think it's going to be close. Um, I think I gave a really kind of a weird score because I love to give weird scores. Because what's the point of always making it like 14-17 or 21-2014? Yes. Bring the weird. Um, I, I had the weird. I had Packers 25, Bears 22. Ooh. What do, you, okay. what do you think about that? That's an odd score, but I thought, why, what the heck? Let's and do again, it. it comes down to... My guy, I ruined it, Cairo Santos. Right, well, yes, I mean, I, I would have had Bears 25, Packers 22, but then you <laughs> I had to go ahead and Cairo Santos, and that's the end, Dion, that's the end. Sorry. Whoops-a-daisies. So, yeah, we, we know who to blame when it uh, goes awry in the special teams today. J.D., as always, thanks for hopping on. We appreciate it. We'll uh, talk to you next week, my man. J.D., you guys we'll enjoy the game seven as later. much as you can after Dion's football. All right, yeah. we'll talk to you guys. <laughs> talk to you later, J.D. There you go. And like Dion just uh, pointed out, she will have J.D. Uh, covering the game afterwards in her sportscast. So. That's right. It's a very big day in our city, not just Packers-Bears. But the Sky could win the WNBA title this afternoon. They absolutely can. I hope they do. Wouldn't that be exciting? What if they do that and then the Bears beat the Packers? Your Monday on ESPN 1000 will be made. Made. Like, just on a platter for you. Yes, it will be non... I mean, the question will be... Legit question. Yeah. How much time do we devote... To the sky if they beat Phoenix and they win the WNBA championship. They're first. Or if, like, this, that will be a true tug because it if the Bears be. can beat the Packers and they're in first place in the NFC North, I'm not going to lie, Deanne. Bears dominate the conversation. Of course. But we will have to carve out some time for the sky if they win the NBA champ- uh, WNBA, WNBA championship today. That's a good point. If they do that and the Bears beat the Packers, joint parade. <laughs> just a random October Wednesday parade. I feel like Bears. that might be getting a bit ahead of yourself if you're the Bears. Uh, <laughs> I told you I'm drunk on a Raiders win. I'm talking nonsense. That's all right. Uh, listen, if they beat the Packers, it might be parade worthy with how infrequently that has yes, happened over the past Yes, that's what I'm year. saying. Um, we can uh, discuss that a little bit coming up next. And, of course, your phone calls, 312-332-3776. Are you ready for the Bears to finally end this drubbing that uh, – continues to take place at the hands of the Packers, and how much do you actually hate Aaron Rodgers? Or do you actually uh, admire his greatness it's in some a, ways? It's a tug. That's a tug. Speaking of tugs. Let us know how you feel. <laughs> 312-332-3776. It's time for another episode of Miller and Meller, America's favorite Bears pregame. The ESPN Chicago Points Bet Sportsbook pregame show. Here is ABC 7's Dion Miller and fantasy guru Jeff Miller. Well, if the Bears are going to win, we know that it's going to have to be because they are scoring touchdowns. We cannot rely on a Cairo Santos game winning field goal because <laughs> Dion has jinxed him after noting he has made 34 consecutive. 
And so we're going With to have to... as many as were missed last week. And to think just a short time ago, the only issue, the biggest issue around the Bears was kicker. Mm-hmm. And now here they are, the consistent ones, and everybody else is in a hot mess. You're right. I, I will say, it. I need to like, see... Now I'm, I want to stop talking about it, but yet I can't. I... Is it irrational? I need to see another poor performance from Mason Crosby before I doubt him because he did make the, he did make the final game he winner. Did. And so it's one of those things where I almost wish, and it's not rational, I'll admit that, but I almost wish that he was coming in on a streak because you feel like yeah. sometimes, you know, they're more likely to miss when they've made so many in a row at some point, you know, it's like Santos. Like, like, Santos, like he's right. been so consistent. And I'm not, of course, like 34 in a row. If he misses, it's not Deanne's fault, even though we're pretending like it is. The truth, <laughs> it might be next week. The truth, the, the truth is, though, like, you know, at some point, you're just, you know, you can't make every single one. It doesn't matter who you are. Even Justin Tucker misses from time to time. Yeah. The, it is nice, though, to have a guy in Cairo Santos who is so, is just, you don't, concern yourself with it anymore. You, you don't. And I appreciated the way both he and Chris Tabor talked about it this week. It was like, just cut and paste. Don't overthink it. Mm-hmm. Just cut and paste. And we were watching indoor practice on Wednesday because of the rain. And they in, inside uh, the Walter Payton Center, the field goals that they have there, they pull up the nets with the bullseye, right? And Santos was hitting the bullseye, like, consistently every single time. It was so cool to see because he is so, and he is so so calm and that poise that we talk about with Justin Fields he's got it too nothing seems to really rattle him he just and you kind of see that cut and paste mentality and you know it's it, it may have taken or at least I'll speak for myself it took me a little bit longer to trust Cairo Santos than I might with other players because he had that first run with the Bears yeah he, where he was he was still recovering from injury you right. know with with John Fox and he came in we called him Carlos yes remember? and he had the great you know he had a great run in Kansas City, and then he suffered an injury, and they discovered Harrison Butker, and they never looked back. Right, and that, but Santos, when he came in the first time, I don't think was completely healthy and was still trying to find his accuracy. And at this point, though, I think Bears fans do truly trust him. And I'm looking; uh, Dan Weeder has uh, tweeted out a few photos. It is a picturesque day it's on gorgeous. the lakefront. I mean, you're, I'm looking at the stadium and. Uh, it is one of those days where if you're at the game right now, if you're getting ready to go into Soldier Field, if you're not already inside, it looks fabulous. It's going to be one of those beautiful October days. Hopefully the Bears can grab a win because, as I've noted multiple times now, the Packers have shifted this the uh, series all time to the point where they are now six games above the Bears, a 101-95-6 and and record through 202 meetings, this is the 203rd, so hopefully the Bears can get back on the winning ways against their arch rival. It's been a while, four, they've dropped four of the last five, 17 of 20. <laughs> I mean, like, it's just, it just if Not, they, if I, I will give Bears fans plenty of permission to overreact if they win today. Go ahead, overreact, talk crazy, because it is a big deal. I think it's a big deal. Absolutely, and um, to that note, so I mentioned, like, you know, since basically Aaron Rodgers... Uh, not Aaron, but since Brett Favre has taken over for the Packers at center, you've got you've had Favre, Hunley for a few when obviously Aaron Rodgers was injured, and Rodgers. But since those two have been the starting quarterbacks for the Bears, which goes back to since 1992, the Packers are 44 and 15 against the Bears. Wow! And even more lopsided, the points scored. The Packers oh, have scored 1,000. 458 points to the Bears 1020. So they've outscored the Bears by 438 points wow. over the last 59 meetings. 
Now you know that's that's almost a t- that's more yeah touchdown per game. That's per game. ridiculous. Yeah. So not, I mean, and like last year was they Bears gave up forty one and thirty five in the two games against the Packers. Yeah. That's it was awful. Yeah. So the. But the defense is playing better at this point in the season, so hopefully they can keep Rodgers in check. Again, mm-hmm. I don't I don't expect them to hold him down completely, which is why I think it's going to be incumbent upon the Bears to go ahead and actually um, do something offensively if they're going to stay in this game. They're they not have to. They're they not going to. You can't. It's hard to shut out. You know, I say shut out, but even hold teams under ten points in this NFL, it's not conducive for defenses to completely shut down offenses anymore with the rules. Right, right. It isn't. And, but but hearing the defensive players this week talk about what they, how well they know what Aaron Rodgers does well and how watching, watching tape and knowing how he can pick apart a defense and wanting to change that, I think that I, I want to see what Sean Desai can do. I, I really do. I think that he has... He's very smart, and he knows what his players do well. It's just it, it was so interesting and so clearly stated how much how they understand what why Aaron Rodgers beats them consistently. They understand that, and I heard that this week in a different way than we've heard it in the past. And so that's why I'm also very optimistic. They are feeling very good about themselves. They're getting the takeaways. They're getting the sacks. They're they're move. They're being the reason that the Bears are winning. They're a palpable defense, and that is what they need to be, especially today. A critical Akeem Hicks is back, which will help the interior line, not just in the pass rush, but also against the run game, which features Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. Now, A.J. Dillon was a first-round pick last season, sparsely used last year, but they've definitely been working him in a lot more this season, Dion, especially the last couple of weeks. He had 15 carries for 81 yards against the Steelers two weeks ago. Last week, he had eight carries for 30 yards, but he was also involved in the passing game. He had four catches for 49 yards and a touchdown last week. So A.J. Dillon, you know, he's, um, I, you know, I don't know if you're aware, he's nicknamed Quadzilla. He has those enormous quads that everybody (laughs) drools about on Twitter. Everybody's envious, and he is going to be a beast. And Tyler Aki, I I, I was talking about A.J. Dillon last week with Tyler about just, um, you you remember back at Boston College when you first saw him, right, his first game? Yeah, the first game that I worked in college, it was Syracuse and Boston College, and A.J. Dillon went off for over, I think, 200 yards. Wow. And it it was unbelievable the way that he could just run over guys. (laughs) And again, he's doing it in the NFL, too. Yeah. Wow. He's being, you know, he's being featured a little bit more. And so that could be another problem because as good as A.J. Dillon looks and how he can wear you down, they're working him into the offensive scheme now but Aaron Jones we know is dynamic Aaron Jones has scored you know he's had 20 touchdowns in a season he's a huge playmaker Devontae Adams so the Bears defense has its work cut out for them it is incumbent upon the Bears offense to actually do something to keep them in this game so that the defense doesn't have to do it all because it's going to be hard to Uh, yes and and we will see quickly if the defense is up to the task especially if the offense is struggling like JD was just telling us they cannot go three and out three and out, three and out, and let, give Aaron Rodgers chances, chance upon chance to like move the ball and do what he does so well. They, they have to, the offense has to keep them in this game. All right, Dion, now's the time where we give away the Points Bet Sportsbook prize pack. Give me a number. Pick a number, any number. Any, pick but a not, number. Not, not exceedingly high. Just give not me like a... Not like in the hundreds. Yes. I'm going to go eight. All right. Number eight, caller number eight, you must be 21 years or older and live in Illinois. Official concept, contest rules can be found at ESPNChicagoContest.com. Your chance, caller number eight, to win a Chicagoland Points Bet Sportsbook 
prize pack worth it's so good you guys it's so good worth an estimated 700 value again you get a reserve table for four at any of the three chicagoland points book sportsbook locations one professional football jersey of your choosing a vip gift bag including four points bet hoodies and a points bet swag bag $25 in on-site wagers on w- w- racing and Hawthorne Racecourse. That's four of those. Four $25 on-site wagers for uh, sports and complimentary race programs. A $100 in Uber credit to get you to and from the points bet sportsbook location of your choosing. And then finally, $100 in food and beverage credit so that you can enjoy a great day out at points bet sportsbook. Great place to watch not just today's Bears and Packers game, but all the NFL action. So make sure yes. you go ahead and uh, check it out if you're looking for a spot to look to watch any NFL game, not just the Bears. Will we give those away more often? I think we might. I think we just might. I, I then then those who are missing out today, you will have another chance. Yes, and again, you don't have to go. You don't have to use this today, but uh, if you win, um, you have a chance to go ahead and uh, check out the Points Bet Sportsbook location of your choosing. Again. Uh, we mentioned it earlier, Crestwood's the spot to go to today because Paige Sporanic will be there with Teddy Greenstein. So you have an opportunity to meet her. They've got a uh, putting challenge where you get $25 just for playing and $100 if you sink your your putt. So uh, go on out, check it out. Uh, the Points Bet Sportsbook location in Crestwood later today. She's Dion Miller. I'm Jeff Miller. Back to ra- wrap it up here on ESPN 1000. Tell your smart speaker, play ESPN 1000. The ESPN Chicago Points Bet Sportsbook pregame show. Listen on the ESPN Chicago app, 100.3 HD2 and ESPN 1000. Congratulations to Dan Williams. He was our eighth caller today. He picks up the PointsBet Sportsbook pregame prize pack worth a estimated $700 in value. So congrats to Dan. He gets today's prize pack. But again, we'll have plenty of those for you throughout the season. And again, I believe, uh, I don't, I think it's official. I don't know, Tyler. Is it official for next week? Do we have confirmation? Every single week. Yep. No, no. Oh, but uh, oh. for our broadcast next week, have we got uh, confirmation? I have not been told any details. All right. Well, yeah. listen, we'll tweet it out. <laughs> you just pay it, attention all week. It looks highly likely. Um, again, we still need to uh, dot a few I's and cross a few T's. But it looks highly likely that next weekend uh, on Sunday, the Bears take on the Bucks. Dion and I will be out at the uh, Points Bet Sportsbook in Crestwood. Just like so fun. Teddy and Paige are out there today. It looks like we're going to be out there next Sunday from 1 to 3 prior to the Bears and Bucks. Another great quarterback on the ta- on tap. Great quarterback. So, That's why it would mean a lot if they oh. wanted it. Like, it would be so, so huge. Hey, you know what I forgot? Today is Mongo's birthday. So, I mean, if that doesn't inspire... A Bears win. You didn't forget because you it was perfectly timed here, Dion. Uh, happy birthday to Mongo, Steve Mongo McMichael, as we all know, dealing with just some brutal circumstances. But uh, it is great to uh, that you no less nobody I think got like got up and is more like invigorated about the possibility of the Bears beating the Packers than Steve Mongo McMichael. Correct. I know he frequently tells the story about how he 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 would 
They would always crush the Packers while he was here in Chicago. And then he went up there one last time when he knew he was done to steal their money from them. So he, <laughs> a man who played on both sides of the rivalries frequently would say that he, he would uh, get the best of the Packers for the final laugh when he did go up. And he, was, he knew he was done physically. Yeah. And so he just went up there and stole their money for one last year. So I love, love Mongo. Great love to hear. Mongo. Happy birthday Happy to birthday. Mongo. It would be great for the Bears to go ahead and uh, honor him with a big, a big Bears victory. Which That'd would be huge. move them in the first place. That would be awesome. That'd be awesome. I can't believe that we're having that conversation, same as JD said. And I don't, here's the other thing. I don't think, even if they don't win, I don't, do not think it will be an embarrassment. I agree with you. I, I would be surprised. You know, there's been times when Aaron Rodgers had five touchdown passes. Did he have yeah. five or six in the first half? Oh, I know he threw for six. I think he might have thrown five all, in the first. Was half. it five in the first half? And I think he, he threw six in that game. Yes, right? I think that's right. Um, that was that the fifty burger. Was yep. that the fifty burger? Yep, the second good. fifty burger after the Patriots had put fifty on him. Yes, uh, that he, was Mark Tressman era. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, I think was that that's Mel Tucker's defense? It probably was. Which is like a, like you know hard to like get behind or wrap your mind around um, uh, around well the idea of Mel Tucker leading Michigan State. It's because crazy. It was such a bad experience for Bears so fans, bad. but he's got Michigan State moving in the right direction. Yeah, he does. So, uh, all right, Dion, we are at the point in the show when we need to make a prediction as the Bears host the Packers at Soldier Field. Okay, I've thought a long time. You about woke up this. very. I woke up optimistic. And you know what? I'm sticking with it. Do I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to say Bears win. I'm going to say it's. Oh, I'm going to say Bears win on a Cairo Santos oh, go. field goal. Mm-hmm. They're going to win it 27 to 24. Okay, I like that. 27 24. You may yeah. as well stick with the bit and it's say. Not weird, but I'm sticking with the bit. Yeah. A Cairo Santos game winning field goal. Will, will it be as time expires? You want to go ahead and get crazy yes, and just yes. go all in? Yes. See that's, see, that's the radio trick is that you get <laughs> completely outlandish and you, you know, completely paint the scenario that everybody can envision but would be absurd if you actually hit on it directly and that way if it happens next week tyler will have it in the open yes. in the montage followed up by the highlight of Cairo santos knocking out the game-winning field goal and in the highly likely event that it does not happen exactly the way dion painted it for us we're never going to bring it up again <laughs> And we just pretend like it never happened. Do you know how many times I've said that I was like tailor-made for the pregame show? Because I'm ridiculously optimistic. I'm always like going to be perky and excited. I don't want the, I don't want the after effects of like everything we predicted was wrong. Yes. Yes. So if if I'm wrong, which I, in the high probability that I am wrong, we'll just move right along. Next week we'll be on location. No one will remember any of it. Exactly. I, I I did the post-game show last year. Fred Hubner, uh, he has that duty this year. He'll be here for you if, however the Bears game unfolds. Don't forget Fred uh, with the uh, post-game show. As soon as the Bears game goes final, he'll be here to take your calls for two hours. And um, if things go horribly wrong, call Fred (laughs) and Vince. Don't call us. We'll be here to uh, be peppy and optimistic next week when the Bears take on the Bucks Again, likely to be at the Points Bet Sportsbook in Crestwood. I'll go ahead and say... I think the Packers are going to win this one, but I think, like you said, the Bears keep it close. I think Aaron Rodgers is too much, though, for the Bears' defense right now. I'll say the Packers win this one 31-23. Okay. Well, we'll see. We will find out. Bear down. All right. And don't forget uh, NLCS later tonight as well. I'm Jeff Miller. She's Dion Miller. Thanks for listening. Let's go, Bears. Get a win. Moving to first good. place. Sounds good. All righty.